Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. If you're like most moms, you're probably running your kids all over the place for their various activities. I knew a mom who was racking up about 100 miles a day driving her kids around. But maintaining your sanity while you do that, it's the last thing on your mind. You're just trying to go from here to there. There's no sense of balance. And Danny, you're the head of our parenting and youth department. You're a therapist. Uh, Why do well-meaning moms push sometimes past the limits of common sense? Well, I would say that it's that day-to-day repetition that they get into and the stress builds up over time. Uh, my, my wife and I were talking about that. What, what tends to burn you out is what I asked my wife. And mm. she said, just the repetition, the Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing the same thing over and over again, and then new things are piled on. And we know that, uh, we all know, that stress brings out poor parenting. We have great intentions. Stress comes in, and poor parenting comes out. And yeah. so we want to look for that in, in our own parenting. But intentionally put in moments of maybe dates that you go out with your spouse to break up the, the mundaneness and the routine. Maybe it's uh, it's helping one another as, as a spouse. If you're coming home and the other one has been... Uh, at home or, mm-hmm. or working, hey, come alongside of your spouse and then show gratitude for the work that they're doing. And many moms uh, that I've talked to over time have said they just don't feel appreciated or, or noticed. The little things that they're doing all day long uh, or the things after school or in the mm-hmm. evenings go unnoticed. And it's day after day after day. There aren't any promotions there. Your mom and your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so just the encouraging one another, stopping and doing that. Mm-hmm. It can be a simple word. Hey, thank you for the hard work you're doing. Moms need to hear that, that they're noticed. Um, and that their sacrifices are noticed as well. And they're making a difference. Yeah. Well, Focus President Jim Daly and I spoke with pediatrician Dr. Meg Meeker about some habits that you can employ to have a happier motherhood experience. And one of the ideas we talked about was why moms need to steal a few minutes throughout the day to help reduce their stress. They say if you can't work out on a treadmill for 30 minutes, if you do 10 minutes, it actually still has an advantage for your body. And, of course, uh, you know, if you're sports-minded, I can think, oh, no, it's not worth it if I can't get a full workout in. But doctors will say, no, I mean, 10 minutes additive, if you can do 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night, it's better than not doing anything. Exactly. And I think spiritually what I'm hearing you say is it's true, too, not only for the body but for the spirit. If you can... Commune with God for five or ten minutes in the morning. If that's all you've got, God will take that. God will take that. And, you know, God gives you so much more grace than you give yourself. You know, he gets what's going on in your life. And he loves you. And he will eventually give you that time for, you know, long periods of solitude. You know, I don't have any kids home. And my husband works crazy schedules. So I have a lot of time for solitude. Plus, I'm an introvert. Plus, I love to write. So stick me alone in, in a room with my computer for eight hours and I'm I'm happy. But, you know, we, we can do it. But the whole point of the book is to back off, not move in. Hmm. Because moms know what they need to do. And I'm saying, let's cut that list down and back off a little bit and give yourself some grace. You know, solitude is really important. Faith is really important. And I think we live with a sense, too, with a hope issue. Christ is hope. Yeah, amen. He is hope. If we didn't have Christ, we would have no hope. 
Um, you know, people who are all about social justice, and I understand that. And somebody, I heard somebody once say, if we didn't have heaven, there would be no justice. Hmm. Because for some people living such horrific lives, women who are living in such bondage and that kind of thing, if they didn't have heaven and they just died, there would be no justice. So hope is who Christ is. And that means that we can live now with an eight-year-old who's out of control or feeling out of control and having terrible anxiety and depression, that we can have hope that life will be different next month and next year. That is what keeps you going. grab on to that and say, Lord, look, you said your hope. Show it to me. And I'm trying to encourage women to walk into that. And the only way you can walk into that is to pay attention and not be living on the crazy train. You know, um, I'm mindful and we receive, you know, phone calls and letters and emails from single moms. So for that mom who has a huge load to carry, I mean, she's got to work. She's got to be that present, engaged mom. Exhaustion is kind of just normative. It's part of the deal, unfortunately. What do you say to her? I mean, how does she find margin? How can she do the things being kind of one arm tied behind her back? Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say to single moms is don't try to be two people. And a lot of single moms try to make up for their kids what their dad is not giving them. And you can't. And they try to overcompensate. You can't. But here's what you can be. You can be an extraordinary mom who can raise an extraordinary kid. And I've seen it over and over and over. Here's the other thing. Kids get what's going on in your life, and they're okay with it. You know, there's a huge difference between a child who stays home alone a lot because mom is choosing to go to work because she needs the pool in the backyard and the extra car and all this kind of stuff, who's opting to spend time away from kids. Kids who grow up with single moms know their mom wants to be with them but can't. And that mom is going out and working for them. And she's exhausting herself for them. So I believe that kids give single moms a lot more grace than moms are willing to accept. That's what kids of single moms tell me. Yeah, I think it's true. I was they, the they, child they of get that it. They mom. say, you know, my mom is working yeah. so hard. What can I do to help her? And so moms need to give themselves the grace yeah. and to realize that just because they're not spending enough time with their kids that they would want to be, it doesn't mean your kids are not going to turn out okay. Really yeah. and truly, give your kids the best of what you have, which is just spend time with them. That's what they yeah. want. Don't feel you need to compensate by buying them better clothes or getting a bit bigger house or making sure they get a help with buying a car when they're 17 or 18. Or you know, It's okay. Kids don't need those things anyway. What your kids want is your presence. So when you're able to be with them, sit down with them. Mm. Sit with them while they're doing their homework. Sit with them and just kind of read the newspaper and get off your phone. Yeah. I want to tell every parent out yeah. there, if you could hear what kids say about your phones, and I'm just talking about single moms, you know, it makes kids feel so isolated and lonely. But Single moms need to really dial down on their expectations of themselves. And I can say that knowing that your kids can be great because I've heard your kids talk about you. You know, one of my favorite memories of my mom uh, being a single mom trying to provide, she was a waitress. And, you know, I'd get home from school and she'd be heading off to work because she would work like three to midnight. And I remember hanging on her car door. This is all politically incorrect. I'd hang on the car door 
and she would be backing up down the driveway and I would be talking to her and I'd be begging her to bring me home a chocolate shake or something because <laughs> yeah. she always brought this great food home right yeah. from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that. I was not worried that she was leaving or anything. I was just, you know, in my manipulation mode to yeah. beg her yeah. for that chocolate yeah. shake. Yeah. But it was fun memories of yeah. her running off to work and me saying, bye, mom, bye, mom. I love you. I love you. Exactly. And, I, and I'm sure she felt more guilt about it. I didn't. I went you, right back to exactly. playing. Exactly. Particularly sons. One thing I've learned about sons <laughs> who grew up with, with single moms, it's testimony to how much they love their moms. And I work with a number of the NFL guys, you know. Once they get grown up and they're established in their careers, what do they want to do? Take care of their mom. Take care of their mom. That's exactly right. Now, if she were a bad mom, would they want to take care of her? No, of course not. But that's how endeared moms are to their sons. I hope there's some encouragement for you there that even pro football players want to give the gratitude to mom. That's the kind of relationship every parent wants to have with their adult child. Danny, I'm sure there are some moms who are feeling like, right, yeah, it's not working. My kids are adults, and they're blaming me for everything wrong in their life. Um, Where's healing? Where's reconciliation on that? It takes that first step, and maybe it is owning some of the contribution there because Mm -hmm. we all contribute and participate in a relationship in good ways and in bad ways. And maybe maybe that person, maybe you don't own everything— uh, it's not all that you've done is bad, but there probably are some things that have created hurt. And so you can start with listening. Hey, mm-hmm. help me, help me understand or help me hear what you you think or feel has has really affected our relationship. I just want to hear it and take it in. And yeah. do you mind if I take notes while I listen to you? And that shows the importance of the conversation. And then uh, asking the question, Hey, can can I uh, bring some thoughts into the mix? Because I see it differently than you. Uh, but I'll own those things, these things that you've told me. And you can go down the list and say, I own this. I'm sorry for this. And beginning the apology and asking for forgiveness. And then grace will naturally begin to spring out of that. And then maybe just with a word of gratitude. Hey, thanks for bringing this up. And I'm thankful for this moment where we can begin to build the bridge again that, that's been broken. Mm-hmm. And I'd love rebuilding a bridge is going to take time. And I love the fact that we're having this opportunity to do this. And, and then from there, you can't control the result. And that's where we have to let go. But you've done what you can, and you've done the best with what you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and be encouraged. I said this uh, not too long ago here on the podcast, but things take time. Yeah. And the relationship can turn, and the story's never over. I mean, there is still opportunity for you to reach out and to see what you can do to make amends. There's also opportunities for our kids to grow up a little bit and to mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, I mean, I had I had one of my daughters, uh, she got a job at a school nearby, and uh, she's working with special ed kids. And she came home the first day, after the first day, she apologized to my wife for all the criticism she had offered my wife in raising mm. our special needs son, her brother. Wow. So she thought it was just like, we are, you are so messing him up. One day of working with special ed kids, she came home and said, oh, you did such a good job. <laughs> so it, there is a chance for your kids to come back and say, you did make a difference. And uh, we want to just encourage you in the, in the motherhood journey. It's hard. It's, it's challenging. It's without gratitude sometimes. But you can find some happiness, uh, no matter what, uh, by getting a copy of Dr. Meeker's book, The Ten Habits of Happy Mothers. We're bundling that with an audio CD of our entire unedited conversation with her. 
Um, when you make a generous donation of any amount to focus on the family, either a monthly contribution or a one-time gift. Uh, it's our way of saying thank you for helping us equip and empower parents. Donate and get these resources and others, including our free parenting assessment. All the details are in the episode notes. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.